Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Empower Radio. My name is Bianca Scalise. I am your host. And I love bringing you this podcast because it is my best effort to give you bite-sized, tactical, helpful, relevant pieces of knowledge that will help you on your health and fitness journey. Because I used to struggle a lot with my body and nutrition, being consistent, strength training, all the things. And I don't want for you to have to be stuck in a cycle. So we're diving into a really helpful topic today, which is three ways to hit your nutrition goals. Before we dive into this, I want to emphasize for a moment how important nutrition is if you want to see yourself leaning out. You could work out every day and be super consistent with a great training plan. But if you're only 50% consistent with your nutrition or 60% consistent with your nutrition or not monitoring it at at all, you're not going to see the results that you want to when it comes to leaning out specifically. If your goal right now is just to get stronger, then, you know, you might be able to gain some strength. But there's going to come a point when we have to address nutrition. We have to make sure that we're getting in enough protein for our lean muscle to keep building and be sustained. Um, nutrition is, it's huge. I tell my, you know, people that I talk to, um, that are considering becoming clients with an empower nutrition. It's very important that we create a nutrition plan that is reasonable and doable for your life so that we can be sure to be consistent with it. Because if we tell ourselves that we're going to do some, some big thing with nutrition, but the reality is it doesn't fit with our life, then we're kind of just putting ourselves in a cycle of a failure and setting ourselves up for failure. So today I want to talk about three different ways that work for different people's lives um, when it comes to hitting their nutrition goals. And I haven't really talked in detail about this. This is more something that I talk to um, with our clients. So today is a little bit of peeling back the curtain of empower and um, giving you kind of one of our formulas when it comes to um, nutrition, nutrition success and working with clients. So the first way that we can hit our nutrition goals is by tracking our food. Now you track your food. Um, easiest way to do it is in an app like MyFitnessPal or something like this. Uh, there's also Chronometer. There's a bunch of different ones. MyFitnessPal is the most popular one. And I like MyFitnessPal because so many people use it. So so the like so many people log different foods in there. So there's a bigger library to choose from of food. So that means that you don't necessarily have to reinvent the wheel and plug in every detail, every macro, every calorie, because you can just type in, you know, frozen strawberries and then plug in six, you know, what, whatever amount you're having, half a cup or whatever it is. So when it comes to tracking food, using an app that you download on your phone is the easiest way to go. Um, very important note here when tracking is that you're going to be tracking your food, but also working towards some goals, right? Some macronutrient kind of targets. When I say macronutrient, I'm talking about a protein, a carb, 
or a fat. Okay. Those are the three macronutrients. So when you're working towards your macronutrient targets, it's really important that you are not relying on an app like my fitness pal or chronometer to give you your macronutrient targets. This is super, super important. I made this mistake in the past. I know so many women that have made the mis- this mistake of just being like, okay, yeah, I'll just follow the guidelines of, you know, whatever this app tells me. And it had, my fitness pal had me eating 1200 calories for months and it was horrible and it was not sustainable. And I ended up losing some weight initially and then gaining it all back and then some. So please, when it comes to actually picking your macronutrients that you're going to target for, do not use the ones that are prescribed by apps. Um, There are some decent calculators for this. And if it would be helpful for you, just let me know in the comments um, or send me a message to make a podcast on how to calculate your macros. I'm not sure if that's something that you already know how to do or something that you would like to be educated on, but I'm happy to make a podcast on that in the future. That being said, when you're tracking, you'll use an app and you'll weigh and measure your food. So this is where you would buy a food scale. And, you know, when you are preparing your lunch, for example, you would put, you know, whatever your protein is on the scale, the chicken or whatever, you'd put the rice on the scale, you would put anything that you're eating on the scale, and then you would plug it in. Now you can see how this can get a little bit tedious, right? It's requiring you to measure, weigh, and input each ingredient of each food. Or if you're having a pre-prepared meal or like a a processed food that has a barcode, you can scan those barcodes and all that information will go in for you. But it is a tedious process. There's no getting around that, right? But tracking gets easier after you've done it for a little while. So if you've been doing tracking for two or three weeks, you start to see patterns in the foods that you like, in the in your staple foods, in the foods that you eat frequently. And the app recognizes those foods. Every time you input one, it, it saves it into your own food library. So it becomes easier and easier and easier to track over time. <clears throat> Tracking will require that you prepare food, right? You need to have food in your refrigerator or or around in your pantry so that you can grab it. Otherwise, you would be cooking every single meal. So I highly recommend if you are going to be tracking to do something like bulk preparing um, ingredients. So typically a really great approach is to on one day of the week, say for example, a weekend or a day that's slower for you to take aside one or two hours to prepare, um, you know, a couple different proteins, maybe like a chicken that's been seasoned and, and tastes good and like a ground turkey or a beef or whatever you want your two proteins for the week to be. Then also preparing one or two carbohydrate sources like a rice or potatoes. Once you've bulk prepped some food, you can put it in the refrigerator and then you'll always have it day by day. And that is what you will measure, you will measure, you'll measure and weigh um, and input in your tracking. So pros of tracking are it is the most flexible approach to nutrition. Sometimes I hear some 
some people criticizing tracking for being quote unquote obsessive food behavior. And I honestly have a real problem with people labeling tracking as obsessive um, or, or generally problematic. I definitely understand that this approach is not for everyone and it doesn't have to be, which is why we're going to go over two other approaches today. Um, but what tracking is so useful for is educating ourselves. And in education, there is long-term understanding of food. That is powerful, my friends. So please know that, I don't know, I hear these voices coming ever so often that say, that say like, if you track everything that you eat, like that's disordered eating. And that is such, it's, it's sad, honestly, because tracking food is such a gateway to understanding food um, from the standpoint of what our food is made out of in terms of macro and micronutrients. And it's so educational. It's such an interactive and educational process. Um, so just tune out the tune out the voices. Um, I can understand how people that have tracked, such as I did in the past, where I got my uh, macro recommendations from my fitness pal and they told me to eat 1200 calories every day for months. And I was just feeling absolutely depleted and like crap. Um, I can understand how that's a bad experience, but I think that speaks more to making sure that you have good macronutrient targets than it does speak to tracking in and of itself. So tracking can be a great tool. Um, plus sides of it are that it's incredibly flexible because theoretically you could eat whatever you want, as long as whatever you're eating fits into the parameters of your macronutrient targets. Um, so it's incredibly flexible. You can eat almost anything and you're going to gain education along the way that you'll be able to use for the rest of your life. A there's so much repetition in tracking that you will start to form a visual understanding of portion sizing um, and what makes sense for you know breakfast, lunch, dinner. You'll start to understand how many an estimation of how many grams of protein are in a dish that you're eating. Um, and that is all such helpful and valuable information for you to, to have and to keep with you because as you go on vacation, as you, you know, go out to eat, you'll be able to have this reference internally, um, to turn to. So I am a big fan of tracking. I think that almost everyone should do it for some period of time in their life, just as food education. It's funny because we grow up going to school and learning so many things that I don't remember at all. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever used calculus in my adult life, but if I were to have learned the makeup of food and, you know, what is a calorie? What is a protein? Why does it matter? How many do I need? to fuel my body properly. I feel like that would have been some really applicable information, but here we are now as adults and it's really our responsibility to learn the things that we need to learn to keep ourselves healthy long-term. Tracking is a great way to learn about nutrition, but I recognize that it's not realistic for everyone. And the reason why it's not realistic for everyone is because it's going to take some time and there's going to be a learning curve initially for the first week or two of tracking, probably two full weeks. It's going to feel like, okay, I'm not exactly sure. Am I supposed to weigh this cooked or raw? And what about this and that? There's all kinds of things that pop up. I'm going to make a soup. How do I do that? 
everything is figure outable when it comes to tracking, but it's going to take some effort in learning how to do that. If you have a coach or are part of a program like Empower, we do our absolute best to give our clients all the information that they need to make tracking as simple and seamless as possible. Even with that, it is up to us to measure and weigh our ingredients in our food, to prepare our food in advance. Thus, tracking can be um, a little bit tedious. So that brings us to our next way to hit our nutrition goals. And this one is, um, it's a little bit less tedious because tracking food and hitting macronutrient targets is kind of like a puzzle, right? Say, for example, you're trying to hit 140 grams of protein per day, 250 grams of carbohydrates per day, and 60 grams of fats per day. Well, food typically isn't only composed of one macronutrient. Typically, there are multiple macronutrients in a food. Um, and we have to figure out how to combine different foods, different meals, different snacks that we enjoy and also fit into this puzzle of our macros. So sometimes doing that throughout the day, you can be left at the end of the day being like, oh crap, I have 30 more grams of carbohydrates and it's, you know, it's only carbs. Like, what do I do now? You'll learn and you'll get better and better and better as time goes on of understanding how to complete the puzzle. And at some point it might even feel like super easy and seamless. Um, I know that now years into having experience of tracking, I have the understanding in the back of my mind of, oh, if I need 30 more grams of protein, this is my go-to. Um, that being said, tracking is not necessarily the end goal. Okay. So we don't really, as, as a coach, I don't want my clients to be tracking for the rest of their lives. The idea is that we use tracking as a tool to educate ourselves and understand food, to build a relationship to the understanding of portion sizes, visuals, and things of that nature. And as we go through different phases of nutrition, whether we're in a caloric deficit, a caloric surplus, or maintenance, we're able to see how much food we need to be eating and how much of what foods um, to be able to hit our goals. So the next... Um, the next way to hit your nutrition goals would be something like a meal guide. Uh, registered dietitians can give you meal plans that are just in very specific. Um, or you can follow something like a meal guide. So we can also refer to this as pre-tracking. You can either order a meal guide or a meal plan from someone like a nutrition coach or a dietitian. Or you can try and build your own meal guide. I'm going to talk about how to do that. So when you work with a coach, a lot of the times they will create a meal guide for you to have an understanding of different options that you could have for breakfast, different options you could pair for lunch, options for dinner and snacks. And what they're essentially doing for you is kind of figuring out the puzzle for you ahead of time. So to create that meal guide, they would have had to track everything out to make sure that you will be hitting your targets for protein. You'll be hitting your target range for carbs and fats. And 
So it's kind of like pre-tracking where all the work is done for you and you just plug and play, you grab and go. Obviously, the things that are on that meal guide should be things that you enjoy and that are staple foods for you. The cons to this are that you might get a little bit bored with just having a few options, right? So you might have to either refresh that meal guide or give yourself some time to lay off the meal guide and move towards tracking or use a combination of both. All right. The last method I'm going to talk about today of hitting your nutrition goals is the easiest method um, because the work has already been done for you. And that is ordering meal prep. This is the easiest approach. There are so many different companies now that offer meal prep shipped directly to your door. And um, to be fully transparent, I am someone that eats meal prep almost every single day. I have one or two meals that um, I eat every day from a company that that sends them over to me that I pay for them, obviously. Um, They don't just send them. (laughs) That would be cool. Um, But once a week, I get my shipment in. They send it in with... um, like ice packs. So the food is like overnighted. It doesn't, uh, you know, it stays cold and you can either put them in your fridge or your freezer. Um, and they're just ready to go for you. You can open them up, put them on the stovetop or put them in the microwave, however you prefer to heat them up. And, um, it's, it's, it's the easiest thing. Uh, the con obviously is that because you didn't have to spend the time preparing all the food, chopping it up, sauteing it, putting it together, weighing, measuring, because you didn't have to spend all that time, there's a price for convenience, right? So um, oftentimes different meal prep companies, I've ordered from four or five different ones now. Yeah. And some of them have obvious, uh, have honestly been really bad and some of them have been absolutely amazing. So I'm going to link my favorite meal prep company, the one that I currently use in the description. Um, I've used them for the last year and a half and I love them so, so much. They save me so much time and their meals typically average out to anywhere from like 10 to $12 per meal, usually around like $11 a meal. They have small and large versions. Um, and it's so, so helpful. There's also, I, I like a couple different companies for meal prep. Um, but yeah, I, I think the only downside to that would be because typically they have a lot of variety to choose from a lot of different meals. The downside would be that it's going to be more expensive because you didn't have to invest the time, you know, that two, two or three hours a week, um, prepping your own meals. When you order meal prep, they will also have all the nutrition facts of the entire meal there. So all you have to do is input the nutrition facts of that meal. You don't have to input each individual ingredient, which saves a lot of time as well. So when presenting these different options to clients, I, I've i told them to you from the kind of hardest one or the most the one that requires the most effort to the easiest one. Obviously, you can use a um, combination of these different approaches for whatever fits your lifestyle and and also your desires. I'm not someone who loves to cook. I know so many people who love to cook and I think that's such a great skill to have. My family has a restaurant, they love to cook. It's just not my passion. Um so, you know, meal prep was really natural for me. 
I can do more work during that time that I would be um, preparing my food and I love working on the weekend. So it's, it's kind of a perfect fit, but a lot of our clients will actually follow a meal guide um, five days out of the week on their busiest days. So they're just grabbing and going. So they don't have to think too much about their food selection. They already know um, what they're going to be having, and they might be choosing from a couple different options or a few different options um, for their different meals. And in combination with um, following a meal guide five days a week, they might also track a couple days a week. So they're getting in those reps of seeing different portion sizes of logging food and understanding nutrition at a deeper level. Um, or maybe you want to track seven days a week. Some of our clients track every single day of the week. Um, and some of them also track and order meal prep or track and do their own meal prep. Um, there's a, there are a lot of different approaches, but what is important is that you evaluate your life and say, what is realistic for me? What's actually going to benefit me? Um, what can, what's a reasonable expectation for me to put on myself and how am I going to make sure that I'm consistent? Cause the best nutrition plan that you could follow is the one that you can be consistent with. Um, consistency is everything when it comes to seeing results in terms of nutrition. So just be honest with yourself, try something out, see how it goes and adjust the plan as you go. There's no right or wrong, but you need to make sure that you commit to something that allows you to be consistent with nutrition because nutrition is one of it's huge when it comes to seeing the results that you want to see, especially if you want to lean out and tone up. All right. I think that's all I have for you today on three different ways to hit your nutrition goals. Um, everybody is a little bit different here. So I hope that this was helpful in giving you some ideas. Um, a quick note on meal prep is that there's different ways to meal prep. If you're meal prepping yourself at home, you can bulk prep ingredients or you can prep individualized meals. If you prep individualized meals, you can log it once, know the macros for it, and then log it as that whole meal instead of doing each individual ingredient. Um, there are a lot of little like tips and tricks to this. So if you're curious about more, please, uh, let me know. I love to know what you are excited about hearing about on this podcast. And if you need specific help with nutrition, I'm going to plug the, um, link to our one-on-one -on -one coaching application in the bio. So if that's something that you need in your life right now, or you could benefit from, um, click on that and we would love to help you. Great. See you next time.